The Neurocast from Truthsayers. Simon Stapleton talks to Jason Brennan about the global working from home survey. I think it was around the summer of last year uh, when we first kind of started talking about this. Conceived it. Absolutely. Yeah. How, could we, how could we reach out to many people? We conceived the idea of, of measuring what people are feeling, truly feeling about working from home. When we first kind of started talking about this, we had no idea how long COVID no. was going to go on, but we certainly wanted to get an idea of um, what it was like for people at home, telling us what it's really like. I mean, obviously, with the Neurotech platform, measures feeling and sentiment rather than just what people choose to say. You know, it, it seemed like a perfect application of that technology. I think we both know as well that there's, a, there's, lots, of, there's lots of ways to survey people, and, and I think lots of people are kind of a little bit bored with standard yeah. surveys and, and the kind of um, tick box, tick box multi-choice. So, you know, when we first started talking together, it was like, well, how could we, how could, how could we not only gather this information, but make it interesting for yeah. participants, you know? So with the neurotech uh, platform, it was just ideal to do that, to, to get people uh, really buzzed with uh, the, the, the kind of the newness and the freshness of, of the neurotech platform and even the fun of it to be quite honest. Right. Um, so uh, it was, it was great partnering up together and kind of conceiving this, um, you know, big piece of work, Simon, right. It was a big piece of work that we did kind of reaching out to. Yeah. People. We had no idea how big it was going to be. Obviously um, you, you set these things as a, a nucleus of an idea and you, you let it run. And, and what was interesting, I thought, I thought Jason was, it wasn't just the people in the UK and Ireland and people, you know, people, we, talk and, and engage with every day it's people from around the world so we had people in the far east we had them in cambodia we had them in south africa we had them you know almost every country you could think of we had people taking part which was just fascinating the other thing is because the platform is multilingual it will in- interpret the survey in most major languages we had uh, representation from china from hungary from you know all these languages that I had no chance of ever speaking, but uh, yeah, it was it was fascinating to be able to see the results between these different countries and cultures. We had this lofty idea. Yeah. Let's go global and let's see what happens. And I don't think any of us knew uh, what that might look like in the end. The amount of kind of responses we got. I think you know when we were checking in as a team, as it progressed, we were getting more and more excited about one the amount of people taking the time to do it and two the amount of countries i mean yeah uh, 80 countries in the end is is very substantial yeah made the report far more interesting and it showed the differences between the 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 cultures and and the the, um, languages and and not just that we also showed the difference between people in different levels of the organization and you know different um different demographics and one of the lovely things about about this survey was uh, because it was able to get to so many people so quickly and so many people were, were open to doing it, we, we were able to see the, the similar stuff in different countries yeah. and then also slightly different stuff in different countries. I was going to say, Jason, you know, because we use the two methods. We use the, the cognitive, the traditional style based on a tick box. And we use the neurotech, which, which um, gets to the, the sentiment and the feelings Mm. and uh, the the non-conscious response and you look at the two and the difference it was fascinating to see that actually uh, as far as authenticity is concerned where what you say and what you feel are aligned uh, that 
when it came to work, people would tend to be quite authentic about their response. But it was the it was the things like food where people are actually, you know, you could say people are fooling themselves about their, their eating habits through lockdown because that biscuit barrel is always within reach, right? Yeah. 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 And again, that's one of the beauties of the, of, of the way we did the survey. <clears throat> you know, you'd have, you'd have the cognitive side saying, you know, actually, no, I'm, I'm eating pretty well. Uh, yeah. And, and, and I, I'd include myself in this as well. I, you know, I would be fooling myself <laughs> by, by saying that I'm eating quite well. Uh, or at least I'm not yeah. fully conscious of the, the, the exactly that bits and pieces yeah. that I was doing. So the, so to see the, the cognitive dissonance or the, the, the difference between how people answered the you know the the, the cognitive question and, and then how 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 they reacted, if you will, uh, to the neurotech uh, uh, way of answering and showing showing the difference. I think that, and it was quite a stark difference, right? Was, Simon, yeah. a yeah. big a big difference between what people well, how people thought they were eating and, and how they felt. You know, right they were eating was quite different yeah by by you know 30 40 percent in in some cases yeah it was significant difference mm-hmm.